chapter 14. Oh, first, I hope that you have a wonderful week at school, and I love you so much, and I miss you so much, and I'll see you soon. I can't wait. And I always love you. Chapter 14, A Mysterious Night. Snubby was full of astonishment. What in the world was Mr. King doing prowling round the old house in the middle of the night when he was supposed to be in bed? He stood still in the shadow of a, bo of a big bush and thought about it. He couldn't make head or tail of it at all. He made up his mind to make his way to the veranda door, go in as quietly as he could and run up the stairs to warn Barney. He would lock the door behind him so that Mr. King couldn't get in. <sighs> the man was now on the opposite side of the house to the veranda, the north side. If Snubby was quick, he could get in without being seen or heard. He set off quietly for the house with Looney padding at his heels. On the veranda he crept, and he'd put and he and had to put his put on his torch just to see the handle of the door. He turned it and pushed. The door was easier to open now that the children had used it a good deal, and it swung inwards without much noise. Snubby went in with Looney and shut the door behind him. He shot the bolts and locked the door as well. Now Mr. King wouldn't be able to get in. He tiptoed into the hall and across into another room, standing by the door to see if he could spot Mr. King's torch shining on the opposite side of the house. Yes, there it was. Snubby shot upstairs to the first landing, then up again to the second. He went to the door that led in the passage, into the passage to the nurseries. He turned the handle. The door was locked. Snubby was puzzled. Why was the door locked? Barney left it unlocked, usually, so that the children could go in and out as they pleased. He rattled the door gently. Then he heard Miranda chattering softly on the other side. Miranda, he said in a low voice. Where's Barney? Fetch Barney. The door was unlocked immediately, and Barney stood there with Miranda on his shoulder. He pulled Snubby into the passage and locked the door. In silence, he led the way to the room where he slept. Why did you lock the door? whispered Snubby. Because there's somebody about, said Barney in a low voice. Didn't you bump into him? Yes, almost. I know who it is, too, said Snubby. Who? said Barney. Mr. King, said Snubby. Yes, that's surprising, isn't it? But it is. He's snooping all around the house, trying to get in, get in I should think. Miranda woke me up a few minutes ago, said Barney. I knew there was something up, the way she was chattering and pawing at me patting me on the cheek and putting her paw down my neck. So I got up and looked out of the window. I saw somebody down below using a torch. 
Why didn't you rush down and lock the veranda door? Asked Snubby. Because I thought this fellow would have been at the door just about the same time as I would, said Barney. So I locked the passage door instead. Then you came along, and I got a bit of a fright. I, I thought you must be the man, or another man, perhaps. It was only when Miranda began her friendly little chatter that I guessed it was one of you three. Are the others here? Why have you come tonight? Snubby explained in whispers. I just had a sudden idea. I'd like a bit of an adventure, so I came along to spend the night with you. And I saw this man just as I came up to the house. I was awfully surprised when I saw who it was. The others aren't here. They're in bed. What do you suppose he's doing? Said Barney, puzzled. What's he after? I can't imagine, said Snubby. By the way, have you heard any more noises in the night, Barney? None, said Barney. I think it must have been the wind banging the door, that's all. He went to the window and looked out cautiously. There was nothing to be seen. He may be at the other side of the house, <sighs> said Barney. Well, now that the veranda door is safely locked, we know he can't get in. Let's go down the passage, unlock the door there, and see if we can find out where Mr. King is now. Off they went, very quietly. Miranda was on Barney's shoulder, chattering softly in a whispery voice. Looney trotted along with them, enjoying himself. They unlocked the passage door and went down the stairs quietly to the rooms on the next floor. There was one with a bay window that jutted out. They would stand in the bay and see if they could spot Mr. King's torchlight. They spotted it at once, moving slowly along below, as if he were examining every window catch. What was he doing? Why did he want to get in? And then, just as they stood there quietly watching, they heard a noise. Bang! Thud! Thud! Bang! They almost jumped out of their skins. Evidently, Mr. King heard the noise too. for he switched off his torch at once. Snubby clutched Barney in a fright. Looney growled loudly, and Miranda sat quite still, listening. That's the noise I heard the first night, said Barney in a low voice. It's a door banging, do you think? Well, it might be, said Snubby, listening. Bang! There it is again, said Barney. Where's that noise coming from? Downstairs, said Snubby, his teeth beginning to chatter. He was ashamed of himself for being afraid and tried to shut his mouth firmly to stop his teeth from behaving in such an idiotic way. He badly wanted to go upstairs again and lock the passage door and go into the nurseries and lock their doors too. He was shocked to find that he wasn't nearly as brave as he'd always thought he was. Barney was quite calm, 
and didn't seem afraid at all. He stood there listening. The noises came again. Yes, they were definitely from downstairs. There was no more sign of Mr. King's torch. Either he was in hiding or he'd gone. Or had he joined the persons who were making the noise? Barney thought it was very likely that that was the reason he'd come along there that night, to join friends of his somewhere out here. He stood there, puzzling it out, waiting for more noises. There came a curious whining, half-screeching noise that made all Snubby's hair slowly stand upright on his head, much to his surprise. And then dead silence. Not a bang or a thud came again. Well, said Barney at last, moving from the window. I think the show's over for tonight, whatever it was. Mr. King's disappeared and the noises have stopped. Let's go and explore downstairs, see if we can find out what made them. Snubby was horrified. What? Go down in the dark? and snoop about to see what had made the terrifying noises? Barney must be mad. He clutched at his arm. No, Barney. Let's go upstairs and lock ourselves in. You go, said Barney. Take Looney with you. I'll go and explore myself. But poor Snubby didn't dare to go upstairs by himself. No, not even with Looney at his heels. He thought that of the two evils, going with Barney was the lesser. He couldn't possibly go anywhere by himself at the moment. Feeling very panicky, Snubby went down the stairs with Barney. Looney pressed against his heels, and that was comforting. Snubby wished he were a dog, too. Dogs never seemed really afraid. I think the noises came from the kitchen part, said Barney in a whisper. Let's just stand here in the hall and listen once more. They stood there, and then, to Snubby's horror, something touched his hair. He almost yelled in fright. Then the something pulled his hair, and Snubby nearly died with relief. It was only Miranda putting out her paw from where she sat on Barney's shoulder and being affectionate. They went into the great kitchens. Barney switched on his torch, and the beam played over the room in front of them. Shadows seemed to flee into the corners as the beam of light moved round the room. Snubby trembled, and Barney felt him. You frightened? he said in surprise. Don't worry, Snubby. Miranda and Looney would soon let us know if there was anyone near. There can't be anyone about now, or Miranda would chatter and Looney would growl. That was true. Snubby felt relieved at once. There was nothing to be seen in the great kitchens at all. The beam of light traveled over the floor and showed footmarks, but only those of the children and the dog, where they'd once gone across the rooms. No other footsteps showed at all. Nobody's been here, whispered Barney, and he went into the scullery. 
This was a big room with a pump for water, as well as taps and a sink. Nobody had been there either. Not even the children's footsteps showed here in the dust on the floor. They'd never been into the scullery. It was very puzzling. How could people make loud noises downstairs and yet leave no footmarks or any sign of having been there? It's a bit spooky, isn't it? said Snubby at last. Barney laughed. Don't you believe it? Those noises were made by people. There was nothing spooky about them. Surely you don't believe in spooks. What a baby you are. Well, it's all jolly funny, said Snubby. All those noises and nothing to show for it. Not even a footmark. Can you tell me how anyone could make such a row down here and yet not leave the dust disturbed? No, I can't, said Barney. But I'm going to find out. That's quite certain. There's something strange about all this. Very strange. And I'm going to solve the mystery. Do you think Mr. King's in it? Whatever it is. Asked Snubby. Barney considered. I shouldn't be surprised, he said. Ask him a few questions tomorrow, Snubby, and see what he says. Ask him if he slept well. Ask him if he heard any noises in the night. Ask him if he ever walks in his sleep. Snubby grinned in the dark. Right. I'll just see how he... I'll just see what he says. I say... Is the show really over now, Barney? I'm awfully sleepy. Yes, it seems to be over, said Barney. Come on, Miranda, to bed. Are you really going to sleep here tonight, Snubby? Well, nothing would make me go back to Rocking Down Cottage in the dark tonight, said Snubby. Can you make room on your bed for me? I suppose that means Looney, too, said Barney. Yes, I expect the bed will take four of us. Come on. They went upstairs again, carefully locking the passage door and the nursery doors, and went into the little third room. Snubby felt sure it would take him ages to go to sleep, but his eyes shut tight as soon as his head was on the pillow. And there, the four of them slept soundly till the morning. Miranda cuddled in Barney's neck, and Looney on Snubby's feet. What a bedful. That's the end of the chapter. Good night.